everybody? My name is Out of Sight, and welcome to the Layup Line Podcast. We talk hoops and play dope music. The beat in the background provided by Sixth Sense. Today we are joined by my frequent collaborators, Dre Bond, Ant Brent, and Sixth Sense. We break the show down in four 12-minute segments like quarters and play music in between quarters. So without further ado, welcome to the layup line. We'll start the show with a little pre-game music. Thanks for listening.
What's up, everybody? My name is Out of Sight, and welcome to the Layup Line, where we talk NBA basketball and play dope music. And like always, I am joined by the homies, Dre Bond out in New Jersey. What's up? What's up? And I got my man, Aunt Brent, in New York City. Shout out Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> and we got six cents. He's coming in a little bit. He's running a little bit behind. We always do the podcast on a Monday and get it out on a Monday. And our usual recording time was a little different, so we're going to catch up with six in the second quarter. So six man, six man roll. But we wanted to get we'll get the six man roll off the bench to start the second quarter. But we wanted to get this podcast up and rolling. And for those who listen, and for those who are first time listeners, let's just break it down. The fact of the matter is, all of our NBA predictions, all of our, all of our, you know, guesses, and all the things we've been saying on this podcast have been coming true. Yeah, it's true. So we knew Tyrone Lou was going to be the first assistant <laughs> to get a job, and we knew Derek Fisher was going to get fired. And George George Carl is on his way out too. Oh, he's know? gone. He'll be gone by tomorrow, I think. <laughs> you don't that's, need, that's another quarter. That's another you quarter. Know, you, to the people listening, you don't need Adrian Wojnarowski to tell you what's going on, because it's happening right here, dog. But anyhow, so yeah, today's Monday, and I woke up with phenomenal news. And as a Knicks fan, I'm, <laughs> phenomenal news. I woke I woke up eight in the morning, West Coast time. West Coast time. West Coast time. And I drank my plane, excuse me, my phone off of airplane mode, and I got a text message from a Knicks fan fr- slash friend, and he's just like, Fisher fired. <laughs> it was, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, how, when, when, did it, when did it come through the line? I, this I didn't even find early. out until like late afternoon. I'm like, Fisher fired? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. early. It was early. It was early, early morning. Early morning. And, and you know what? I I tweeted yesterday. I said Fisher has to go, and it was after the fact that they lost yesterday's game, and they had a rebound, and they could have called a timeout with 17 seconds. They were down three and could have set up a play. And this is the second straight game where Fisher's blew it at the you know with timeouts and clock management. And look, yeah, you know, I mean, to me, you know who I blame most of all, Phil. Yep. Phil knew. This job, from where the Knicks were coming from, you can't just put a dude that literally just stopped playing like two months ago. Sure. Like you can't just throw him in the New York Knicks job. Like you need someone. Like you need a veteran in that job, especially what they're coming off of and what. So they have so much to lose. They paid Phil so much money. You're just gonna give Derek like all that money, all that, all those years, and he's not even proven. Sure. That just sounds horrible. So, I mean, the writing was on the wall the minute that happened. Everybody was like, the minute everybody was like, oh, this is not looking good. Derek Fisher, who, I mean, for real, for real? Like, what's, what's really going on, you know? <laughs> like, it just didn't make any sense. I mean, it, it, it's sad that Phil put him in that uh, predicament, but, I mean, the writing was on the wall from day one. We all knew True. this. And your take? Uh, Well, you know, I'm a little bit close to the situation, but – I will say I'll try to full full disclosure. Anthony, (laughs) no, it's true. That's cool. Full disclosure. Anthony works for Madison Square Garden. I still got bills to pay, so I got Anthony works for the Knicks Network, MSG. So off the bat, 
I think you know having that kind of transparency. So go ahead. Ant. Was there no, any rumblings? What did you did you hear anything around? No, I mean, no, 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 I'm not that that high up to to really be in those cues. But I mean, I think any Knicks fan can feel that, right? I mean, just the way they played the last few nights, especially like I remember doing the game, the TNT game when they were you know just smoked by the Pistons like off the bat. You know, they did make a great comeback in that game, but just that performance, the lethargic nature of it, and just like. The fact they didn't come to play at all. In fact, they scored 29 the first half. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, it was. It was no, they had like four field goals or something. It was. It was ridiculous. I remember just texting you guys about it along the way. But yeah, uh, can yeah, can you know, say can you say on air what Melo said yesterday? <laughs> I know. <laughs> can you? I know. I'm. Jo- I'm. Jo- we always joke about that stuff because I feel like those are always kind of like. The, the PC generic answers like athletes always give after uh, a sure. loss or win, but but what did it? What I don't even remember what we talked about. I gotta play harder. We gotta play. <laughs> yeah, the, the poor, poor no. black kids. We just gotta. We gotta. Play no, we gotta harder. play harder. I mean, that's always like the PC answer, right, for everybody. But no, I mean, you could tell you they was they've lost a lot of mojo the last few weeks, and obviously Melo being down is like not really like he's not obviously at a hundred percent, so that's kind of. Leading to a lot of the other issues, but I mean, you know. uh, I mean, the team hasn't really helped him either. Flalo looked horrible. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! The guy, I thought he was. I, I'm not. Well, it just comes down to effort. I mean, it's just effort level, really. That's it. Like an all star. Like I just expect him to just, you know, just just be a role player at least. Sure. Doug, the guy is off every night. <laughs> like, yeah. Flalo's has been probably the most inconsistent NBA starter oh this year. Gosh. He's been so yeah. up and down. And and Dre, I gotta completely agree with you. I know I didn't understand the the Fisher hire from the beginning. I love the idea of trying to bring in Steve Kerr when Phil first got here because Kerr had worked mm-hmm. not only as a player, he was the general manager for the Suns. Then he worked in in the broadcast booth for a while. He had been in the game. Maybe work with Pop. I mean, the guy yeah. behind the championship teams. Exactly. Oh, right. I mean, Fisher was almost uh, like the consulate, like the last prize, like exactly. on the line, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. And I, you know, I don't understand. Like, I get it that like it is very in. It's very now to like hire young coaches because you want to have Brad Stevens, where you end up getting a guy that could coach your organization for a very long time, and but for every Brad Stevens, you know, who comes from coaching on a bench, you, when you try and take a player from the locker room and then put him on a bench, you know, they did it with Jason Kidd, but Jason Kidd was a very cerebral player. We've talked about this before. I'm not saying Fisher wasn't a cere- cerebral player, but he wasn't one of the all-time greats like Jason Kidd was. He was a role player. And, yeah, I get it. He's a quote-unquote players guy, but Phil gave him a roster – that is pretty average. Yeah. If you want to maximize talent, you can't bring in a rookie coach who has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. <laughs> if you want to overachieve, like, yeah, this team has played well enough to be at 500 and in the mix at the eight seed. I've watched all the games. So they have blown it a bunch. And Fisher, his rotations are horrible. He'll, he'll go... Uh, you know, there'll be stretches of the game where Porzingis or Mello won't be on the floor, and you the team won't score for like they can't, they can't score. That, that that's crazy to me. I saw that the other night. I was like, is anybody? No one could create. Like, right? Oh my God, I was like, this is horrible. This is, 
and Fisher just, they get a shot on the bench, and Fisher just has the same stone face, and it makes me want to, like, dude, get up, say something, like, yell at somebody, turn around, like, yeah. jump up, like, do something, your team looks horrible right now, but it, it was just, it was just bad all the way around, man. It was just bad all the way around. He's, uh, he is not the, um, he's not the, uh, he's not the yellow type. So what they, I mean, what they were saying about uh, guys to replace him, they're saying Mark Jackson, Tom, what Thibodeau, Mark Jackson, Thibodeau. That's what they're saying. That's the word that's out right now. I mean, I think Mark. Could you hear me? I hear you. I don't hear Ant. Ant. We're not getting at right now, but uh, to, to, to follow up what you're saying, I don't think you think Phil would hire Thibs. No way. No, I, I, they're paying Fisher twenty million now. They're gonna pay Thibs thirty. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, there's there's rumors that rumors from this guy from this guy that said Thibs thought that job was a good job, but he, he didn't say it out of his own mouth, so it's not really you know. But, I mean, Mark Jackson's looking for a gig. I mean... Oh, God, no, God, no. You don't think so? No. So, so what about Luke Walton? For that for that position, though? For it's like, pretty much the it, same shit, right? Yeah, it's like, it's it's too much responsibility right now. Like, like it's just too much. Like, you can't put that him in that situation. It's not going to be good. And yeah. if I was him, I wouldn't want to go in that situation. Because you right. know you're going to get all the blame. It's yeah, true. You know you're not going to turn the rear right away because you don't have the player. So I wanted to ask, maybe Ant, you can answer this, because, you know, with the expectations, it's like they've lost 9 out of 10. They wanted to compete for that final playoff spot. Is this a Phil move or is this a Jimmy Dolan talking to Phil move? <laughs> well, I heard – well. In Phil's presser for the statements he released today, right? Yeah, I haven't seen a presser yet. I have. I've been yeah. in the car. I've been driving around LA. What? Ha, what did he say? Right. I read some quotes. He said it's totally his move. Um, he said it's 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 about basketball, bottom line, and just like a lot of it was surrounded just by the performance factor. And I think everybody knows, like we've been talking about, we've seen how much of a decline in the play has been in the last few weeks, and it's just embarrassing. And it's got. Uh, I mean. And, and yeah. Phil also mentioned the barn situation. Actually, he said it was just that was definitely he finally spoke on it and was yeah, saying. Yeah, he said it didn't have anything to do with it, but we, no, no, he said it was definitely embarrassing to. to it was embarrassing, to but it was like it didn't it didn't factor him in their decision making, and then it did it. It definitely made it easier. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, but I mean, to me, I mean, to me, Dolan is a huge part of this. You're not. I mean, he's the one signing the checks. At the end of the day, he's the one that's got to pay. Phil, twelve million. You gotta give Derek how much million? Eight and, and a half. Give a new coach, eight and a half or something. And they gotta pay all the year. taxes. Like it's his money. So at the end of the day, he's gotta say something. And then, I mean, to me, to me, I don't think he was on board for Fisher in the first place. I think that was all Phil. I think well, he just I'm, went with it because he was like, "Well, I gave you the reins, so I'm just gonna go with what you say because so far, you know, you've been right." So welcome in six cents. Coming, oh. off, coming in off the bench. Six, you're wearing a Nick Scully. We're about to close out the first quarter, and we'll come back with you for the off-the-bench six-man, six cents. Yeah. We Dang. had to start, but we're going to um, we'll wrap up here with this first quarter. We got six cents in the building. We'll be back. Let's play some jams. We're built to love, but sometimes we forget it. Oh, uh. 
And that's where these cold nights can cut Cut so deep if you let it Oh, so take my hand, we'll run Second quarter to lay up line. My name is Out of Sight. I'm joined by Dre Bond. And yeah. Six Sense is now here. The six man off the bench. For those who don't know what we do, the lay up line, we talk music, we talk hoops, play music. Six currently wearing a New York Knicks scully out there, New York City. We do this show via Google Hangout. We spent the first quarter talking about the Derek Fisher firing this morning. And six, you're here. Give yeah. me, give me, give me your feelings and thoughts on the situation. Well, hopefully not treading over the same ground you guys might have covered. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. this: last uh, ten games or whatever it is, Derek Fisher has looked like a lost soul. You know, <laughs> no, I don't mean that as a, I don't like I mean that as in a almost a a tone of empathy. You know, like he just looks like a lost soul. We're not starting off games right. We're not ending games off right. 
and you know, I, I really have nothing else. You know, like they say, um, you can't fire all 15 players. You know, no, because and and, and Phil Jackson Jackson even said that he's putting a lot of this onto the players, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be talking to them. And I think it's time. I think it's time to move on. I think Fisher, you know, in a lot of these moments, you need to lean on experience, which Fisher has none of. He had no experience to lean on, and wanted to try it out. He wanted to try coaching out. Let me try it out. He's a player's guy, you know, very relatable. But when it come, comes down to coaching, uh, I think it, I think it was just overwhelming for him. Yeah, I mean, you could try out the Westchester Knicks. You don't try out the New York Knicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love how we always take it back to the Westchester Knicks. You got to be ready, man. I you mean, don't try out the Knicks. There's well, an offer sheet in right now for you, Dre. If well, well, I think that, that was part of the reason, too, that Phil wanted, you know, Steve Kerr in the beginning because Steve had that front office experience already with the Suns. He had already kind of experienced kind of both sides of the coin in terms of being a player and dealing with, you know, the, the political ends of the basketball side. So that's why, you know, Steve Kerr was, was the number one option. And then, like, when they lost out, you know, like, it just almost was like Fisher was like, okay, this is a guy for Phil. You would hope to that he could kind of bring along under the triangle and you would hope for the best. But in reality, you're right, Six. I mean, this team never had the talent, so the expectation level shouldn't have been championship and, Der- right. and Derek Fisher is the next well, fill. I mean, that, you know, that's I ridiculous. You know? it, that is ridiculous. I don't think the expectation was championship, but I do think the expectation was to compete on a, di- a nightly basis. And I think if the team had lost 9 out of 10 games but was like, you know, just – I, it's a it's a hard stretch, no doubt. But I, there has been a lot of you know questions from the fan and the perspective of watching the game of their effort. A lot of question of their effort. And this team is an average team. And if you wanted to overachieve, you need a great coach. Fisher's not that. So now, what are you watching? You're watching the development of the young guys. You're watching to see if this team can compete every night. And Fisher, his mo, like Six said, he's a player's guy. So for players, coaches. What is their job? Their job is to motivate. Their job is to make guys play harder for them. They're not going to kill you with the X and O's. You know, they're they're going to give you the the speech. They're going to talk to you man to man. They're going to demand that respect. And if he, they're not doing that, then that's where I think Fisher really dug the hole. And I loved it. I loved it because I'm not a Fisher fan from the get. I didn't think he was a good coach. I, I just didn't see the fi- the hiring as well. And I loved it the other night when they lost to Detroit. And Van Gundy's like. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Fisher said uh, it's a process, you know, like they're rebuilding. This team's all veterans. What are they yeah, talking about? They got, young, poor, they got Porzingis and a bunch of 30-year-olds. What yeah. are you talking about? Uh, even, even, in rebu- even in rebuilding, this is still a results league. You still have to prove some results, even if you're rebuilding. I mean, that's not what te- Phil said this morning. That's what you guys Phil think said. Fisher's quote – Threw, did he throw himself under the bus when he was like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, was, yeah, I won't be bad if we don't make the playoffs? <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, that, that was, was horrible. That, that was pretty bad. Well, <laughs> That's the head coach. I think he would have been – Fisher would have been good as like the third guy on the bench, the third coach, the guy that motivates players, the guy that I, helps. I was, yeah, speaking of that, let me ask you guys because I hear all of this stuff about, you know, the first row and the second row on the bench. And how 
We had I, I know we got Rambus. Oh but Jesus! Our Rambus was in the second row, and we got, <laughs> and we second got, row. <laughs> you know the back row, the row behind the. Back no, row. I know, I know what you mean. No, nah, help me out here because I know we have newer young guys that got moved to the front row of the coaching, <laughs> and the guys got moved to the back. Does anybody know what I'm talking about, or I just sound like? Um, a, a, no, I mean, I knew. I, I mean, I just knew that Fisher and Rambus was was field guys. I didn't know. I don't really. I mean, the other coaches nobody really know. Like, yeah, uh, Jim Clemens I mean, is another Jim, field guy. Yeah, yeah it's all like field guys. It's not like anybody that's coming up the ranks that was on another team that was in the pop system that was waiting to get their turn. Like, it's all, like, guys that's had their opportunity that failed a lot of times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rambus did horrible his last, what, two jobs? Like, well, so with the like, Lakers, he was definitely horrible, oh, Dre. You can speak to that, man. Don't, he was don't get me started well, on that team. <laughs> well, Rambus Ram is going uh, to be an interim coach. But it brings my to actually to my next question is that this next hire – it's going to be interesting to me to see the dynamic between Phil and his ego because his coaching tree is awful. You know, all the guys <laughs> yeah. that have come from his coaching tree have not done well. Yeah. And and also the old school Garden Dolan, yeah. um, you know, kind of like commit, you know, uh, just like for example, Thibs was an assistant coach for the Knicks. Yeah. When Allen Houston and Larry Johnson both play for those teams, both of those guys are now have key jobs in the organization. Dolan keeps them close to home. He loves those guys. You know that. Yeah. Thibs, to me, would make a lot of sense on that level of no one speaks badly about him. He's a great coach. He's a proven winner. Proven winner. And he wants the job. Wants yeah. the job. Yeah. Coached in New York. You know, the problem is, does Phil, does Phil's ego get in the way? No, I gotta, I gotta yeah. hire Brian Shaw because he that's, played under me. Oh, uh, please, unfortunately, please. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately, that's like the way it's headed. Because I mean, what I've heard is that Phil's not a Tibbs, Tibbs fan. Like he's not. I don't know what, 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 what the, you know, where the chasm, where the chasm or disconnect is there. Well, what I've but heard is that Phil is not paramount on the continuation of the triangle offense. With with the new hire of the coach. Oh, that's that's probably why well, too. Yeah, know, it, that has to be discussed too because it's not, look, you got to move away from it. Because if you bring I, I in think, Shaw, that means you're going to have the pressure to kind of stick to the triangle, right? I mean, I think the triangle gets a bad rap. Steve Kerr said it best: the triangle is playing basketball. It's backdoor cuts. It's players moving. It's the ball moving. Right. But 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 big thing: we drafted a 20 year old kid. Who is literally going to be unstoppable in the pick and roll? Yeah. <laughs> so you, so you'd be silly to not put him in the position to be unstoppable. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. About I, that. I, I mean, that's another thing. Also, just either sidestepping a little bit. Why wasn't he? Why wasn't KP featured more? Oh man. Like the, I can't the, the, tell you how like, many times. It's like I'm like, seeing the ball go around. And I'm seeing, like I was saying before, when we, before um. Before six got on, I was saying a follow was shooting <laughs> every two seconds. Yeah. on the floor and he's barely a follow. Well, that's that's like, kind of the mo, right? Like everybody wanted a follow to become like the second guy to mellow and be the post up guy. But he's they were not, trying but he's through. not. No, I, I'm not he saying out. he is. I'm just saying that was the that was the concept. I, that was. Yeah, I, I had the same wondering sometimes because like foul trouble aside, 
there was never really any like distinctive pattern or rhyme or reason to when KP would have a big game and when he wouldn't. Was, you, you just never knew. Right. You, you know, like but, but look at it like this. The better games he has is when Calderon and Afalo and these guys find him yeah. when they just when they decide they want to pass it to him. <laughs> and it shouldn't even have to be that. Like going in, like yeah. like we were talking yeah. about with the with the cast. Like when when one of your best players on the team, like say Love or you know, in this instance KP is having a bad game, it's not scoring as much. You go out of your way to feature him more, to get him more looks, to get him to rock more because he's one of your best players. You don't just ignore him and, like, he's on the bench during times. I'm like, why is KP on the bench right now? Like, why, well, why is he on the bench it, in Galloway, like, throwing up? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, I will, I will say this. I will say this to what you're saying. KP has looked gassed a bit, especially of recent, and, I, and it's understandable. Fisher has played KP a ton, and... K- KP has definitely looked tired, but I agree with you. I think Melo is really the only guy who looks for KP regularly. I, I the end of that Memphis game, I wanted to. I I, I didn't understand the follow. He really just, <laughs> and in, in the Orlando game like a week ago too, just straight hero ball. Oh my you know, god! Yeah. You know, and you'd yeah. love to see KP get some of these shots down the stretch because any time he's had an opportunity, we even in the Memphis game, he hits the baseline three, he gets two blocks. You're like, this guy's feeling yeah. it right now, and then it's yeah. follow, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I had a question. I had a question for you guys. And maybe this ties into the Derek Fisher firing, too, and you were talking about minutes. Uh, Mello was quoted recently, you know, because he's got a soreness in his knee of saying, I've been playing a lot of minutes, you know. And yeah. do, you think, do you think that's kind of like, you know, hey, Derek, you're running me down. I'm only a year off of my knee surgery. We got a five-year plan over here, and stop playing me so goddamn much. <laughs> no, I think he's using nah. an excuse for the team's – the team's uh, the team's lack of you know yeah. performance. Yeah, it's just you know, it, it makes me think though because I was thinking about this and we you know we got only like a, a minute left so maybe we'll come back in the third quarter. I really don't mind talking all Knicks today since it's a big <laughs> Knicks. Um, you know, it's a big story. Uh, and we I guess we could talk a little. I don't care about the Super Bowl. Yeah, really Super Bowl. No, 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 it's done. It's done. Dead. <laughs> it's like it happened. You know, just. The only thing I remember is eating buffalo wings. All right, the, the next 30 seconds, we'll talk Super Bowl. All right, I, the next 10 seconds, we can talk about Super Bowl. No, what? No, go ahead. Congratulations to the Broncos. Shout out to Hefty. Hefty's doing um, you know, a special Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl endorsement party for uh, Peyton. So, uh, gonna, you know, it, it just came, just came down. Breaking news, breaking news. Hefty, the new sponsor for uh, the new all right, well, we're about to hit halftime. We'll play a couple songs. We'll come back, and then I want to bring up something that Six was just mentioning, and I, it's, I have a crazy conspiracy theory. You guys ready for it? <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. You got to wait till next quarter. <clears throat> I think I got a cold and shit. Yeah. 
Uh, Lord, tell me why you do that there Sabbath long wood tea and some product chairs Vain, I may be, but I do not care Vans overseas style with my phrase with chair Clear my throat, blue moons, fry peace and cheer From the underdog, underwater, we got air Now, yellow these niggas breed off fear Vanessa Huxtable coming home to deal with clear Wow, I ain't got a lot to keep my signals clear Radio head to keep the speaker blare K.A. when I feel cell way Time Yorker the night court Time a hawk super bite UFC and these niggas street fighters Ironic here, cause I lost all my clothes in the fucking street fire Ass down shirtless, so excuse me if sometimes I don't think this hair is all worth it I got real problems to deal with, now I don't conceal shit Now I need the matches to build with They sleeping on this nigga like Riley and Brad Pitt What they thinking isn't kosher like Jason Patrick To make her feel important, she just chasing bastards Hate these bastards, taking all the time just to break her backwards Killing out a soul, but she dateless masters and being a big slut You could have had the cake too, would have gave you the big cut All I wanted was the prom date, maybe a dick suck I would have gave the world back, but you'd rather get smacked in Thrown in the lockers, fight a man like a boxer All the red and spocker, can't do rose spread out I think we broke the whole bet out I think we talked the new day up, daydreaming the earth science Cause I don't give a fuck, just a fat boy down on his own luck It's funny seeing Pudge hopping out his own truck Prom queen of O2 Hopping on the cold bus I don't really know you so I don't really know us Shit is old like the cold crush Brother, what I woulda do to have my old crush Shit for spite, I might fuck her And date her even But I wouldn't ever try to love her Then when shit get crazed I would tell her got another That's what you get for passing me up For them suckers <laughs> But what they know, oh We was red carpet stars before they knew flow We was lining down cars before they knew go First class, fresh fish, kosher, no judo And ass Van Damme kicking hard like judo and you know, we sip base space, never nouveau My crew roll to sleep with the fishes like Luco Brazi, Bruno, Ali, I fructose I probably got a mountain of Gaddafi Imported barley, Afghan with Minister Marley These niggas airheads compared to jokes Chris Farley And I don't mean a Harley brag But I think her ass too small, her titties too big And too much makeup, that's why I make up Cell was on from, I ain't even back home Where the fingernails made up Plastic, baby your hair's just drastic you ain't even go to school, I need somebody that has it All attributes I shoots for the stars When I match your cues to my paws And she ain't even right-handed Left field zone like granted My mom say never be vain, it's semantics But all signs point that way Open bottle with the models of that pink rosé And late night conversations on the phone with her sister Tell her that I'd rather be with her In a whisper, I can leave that bitch gone I hope she's still home Cause I ain't try to shot this night ride all alone And kinda like the car scene in Belly I, I, I got her falling for me like confetti Papa, cause I ain't looking for no ugly Betty She a party girl, Fetty Katrina after the levy broke So much baggage, not one of them has it Um, I think I stopped here This is just like, you know This bus ride raps uh, I ain't like really, uh It's like the morning piss Have a, you know, theme or nothing like that First thing you think about uh, Lord, tell me why you do that, yeah When you wake up <laughs> I like that Lord, tell me why you do that, dear. Uh. Lord, tell me why you do that, dear. It sounds nice. Faust coming soon. 11-11. Look out for that. Shouts to everybody supporting. Shouts to Dope, DJ Booth. Hip Hop DX, OK Player on Smash, on Blast. All oh, y'all, yeah, man.
Now I write post my shit. We taking over. <laughs> Faust. Boom, and it's halftime, like Nas said on the classic Illmatic. My name is out of sight, and this is the layup line. I'm joined by Six Sense, Stray Bond, Aunt Brent. We talk hoops, we play dope music, and today we are talking a lot about the Knicks because we're all Knicks fans, except Dre is a Lakers fan, but is from New Jersey. So he's well, Aunt is a Lakers it. fan, too. I, hey, I you're a Lakers fan? Yeah, man. I'm well, a Anthony, fan. you work for Madison Square Garden, so you got a lot of Knicks things going on. And I'm an NBA guy, so... That's and there's nothing to talk about with the Lakers. They're terrible. No, I don't want to talk Lakers. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's a, couple, there's a couple cool rumors, but we're, we're, this is... Okay, I'll give different. you the fourth yeah, quarter for your cool rumors. We'll call no, I don't, don't want to talk... Cool, the cool rumors section. Genie Buss is about to fire people. That's what I want to hear. Genie got to fire just, her brother. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> people getting fired... <laughs> Like Man, everybody's gonna get fired. I mean, half the league's gonna be fired in about a couple weeks. So, <laughs> you know, 
Randy Whitman's next, by the way. Um, oh, no doubt. I told oh, you guys no. that. I told you, <laughs> that. I told you that. What did hey, I tell hey, you? George Carl. George Carl. They still got till tomorrow to make it a all-new coaching day. I told you that. I said Randy no. Whitman ain't going to make it through the year. I knew that team was regressing. <laughs> well, let's I should pull though. up the audio. That's what I no, but for real. I now, told you the Bucks weren't making the playoffs. <laughs> Let me pull up the audio. You did. I well, told you the Knicks weren't making the playoffs. Holy shit! I got a fucking crystal ball in front of my face. Yeah, I mean, let's, okay. let's get real. Is Mike Dan, is Mike D'Antoni gonna get a job? In I mean, Phoenix, that's, that's, he's going that's, back to Phoenix. I mean, everybody's getting fired. Somebody's gotta hire Mike D'Antoni. Fucking D'Antoni, man. Right, listen. I got a conspiracy. D'Antoni's going to Phoenix. Let me drop my conspiracy theory. Bang. Before the half ended, Six was talking about Melo bringing up his knee a bunch, and now it's becoming a story. And I thought to myself, Melo right now is kind of maybe seeing the light. And he, he's like, you know what? Let me spin this a little bit. And the stories are not necessarily so much about his knee, but how his prime is becoming is going to an end but he's still playing well so I think to myself is it possible that this is all set up for Melo to be like you can trade me and <laughs> the way the public would perceive it as this dude's on a decline give him a chance to play for somebody who's competing because this is it, and this is what you're getting, and this is it. You know what I mean? Do you guys follow my drift? Am I explaining this right? Like, it's almost a spin. Like, Kind of. Like, the public won't like think I want it out of New York. They'll be like, yeah, you know what? He deserved to play for the Clippers for a championship. Cause there's no way the Knicks are going to be competitive because they're the, they're the Knicks, and Melo is like, got one, two good years left. So it's like, you know what? Give him a chance. We get that contract out of the books, and then we go and get Blake Griffin or the Brooklyn pick from Boston or something like that. To I mean, that would be a is that crazy. All right. Definitely on, give them the flexibility. You, right there. Go for uh, it. I, I'm, one of these, I'm actually one of the people, while I know for a fact that Melo has gone from a 1A player to a 1B player, I refuse to believe that he's got one or two good years left. I think in some aspects – Melo could have a lot more good years left. There's no reason that Melo couldn't even be a 16, 8, and 6 guy for a, for quite some time. Like, you, he's a talented ball player. But I do agree with you. If he wanted to leave, by doing it this way, it will not seem like he wanted to leave because he's painting a picture that uh, the Knicks just had to make a move and I got to go somewhere else now. You know, but right. you think he would do that though? You think he's like he's looking for an out? Like no, I, I think I don't think so. I th but I think that this definitely gives him the flexibility on the on the Knicks side to give him an out. You know, they definitely. I mean, both sides. It kind of frees up. Like, that's a good point though. I mean, oh you right? Because now, because now I I kept watching the game last night and I'm thinking, you know, it'd be dope, man. Just you know, because a lot of rumblings about Blake and the Nuggets too, right? Mm -hmm. How about the Knicks get in that three way? You know. Get Gallo back too, man. Oh, KP man. Gallo. and Gallo, the Euro Splash Brothers. I already got the marketing lined up. I already got the marketing lined up. <laughs> the Euro Splash KP Brothers. KP Gallo and Blake, bang. Tell me that doesn't sound a little bit exciting. 
That'd be kind of crazy. That well, happened. I could even see. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different variations you could do at a three-way trade with those teams. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, you already know have. I mean, majority of the Knicks players are gone this year. I mean, everybody. I mean, I don't see nobody <laughs> besides KP and Melo that's even. Yeah, well, they gave Robin Lopez four years. I really like Robin Lopez. Well, Robin. Though. I mean, uh, I, mean, I do love Robin. Robin's uh, great for the team. No, he's a hard worker. I like Robin. I like Robin. But, I mean, depending on who you bring in, you think he will fit in and match up. You know what I'm saying? Depending on who you bring in, though. Sure. You know, I, you know what? I, I, I agree with you, Six, about Melo's game is almost, like, meant to be vintage. Like, he doesn't yeah, I agree need, with that, too. He, he doesn't need hops. He, he He's a pure shooter. If he gets yeah. feeling it, like, he can shoot, yeah. post up guys. I get it. But I just, I just wonder... As a Knicks fans, and we talked about it a little bit last week too, but you know, it's just like you don't want that contract to become an albatross. And if you can get value for it now, this team—I I don't know—I don't know what the right move is. I, I mean, mean, this knee too. I mean, we gotta talk about the knee. I mean, I what, came what back is it clean. looking like? I mean, what is Before it looking like? Came the back, they checked it three times. Yeah. They checked it three times. You know, it's, right now it's clean. I mean, right now. but how, but he, we know he's not a hundred percent. Like. How long before he gets to 100? percent Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how uh, long he's, before... he's at the stage of his career where he will continue to break down a little bit here and there, just because of his, just because of the knee condition and his age and the heart, you know, the level. Yeah. Of and, and that, and that's why yeah, I, you happens. know, it, the story starts to spin out. And as a Knicks yeah. fan, if you deal him, you know, because you don't want to be in the, you don't want to be here next year, and you're like. We built the yeah. team around Mel, KP, and the free agents we got, Robin Lopez, whatever. We don't have a draft pick, right? There's hope springs eternal again. Knicks think, hey, you know what? We got a chance here. Even if they don't go and get somebody big, maybe it's Mike Conley, maybe somebody else, right? Yeah. And then Mello yeah. is, really starts breaking down. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're like, ah, oh, shit. We just we lost, a, we lost another year. We could have gotten yeah, Blake Griffin last year. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, at one point, the Knicks could have gotten Kyle Lowry for Shumpert and Hardaway, and Knicks fans were like, <laughs> no, we can't make that deal. Shumpert's <laughs> oh, yeah, Tim Hardaway's the next guy, man. I mean, Dude. you know, sometimes you got to oh, have a little foresight. With that. Imagine, yo, man. Lowry, Carmelo Anthony, and now KP. We wouldn't yeah, have I got mean, KP though, because we would have been better. We wouldn't. So it all worked out to get KP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We I mean, tanked, you needed we tanked a... for KP and we got him. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, if you could get if you could get Conley at a point, that's a good. I mean, Conley or uh, Brandon Jennings. I don't. I don't know about Conley as much. I love Conley, but I think he's also breaking down. Conley. He's a very fragile guy. I like mean, I, love, I love like Conley's game. Brandon is like that too. I mean, he's injured all the damn time. What you saying? I was saying about Conley. I said that uh, I love Conley's game, but he's been kind of banged up lately. And yeah, who do you like? You said though. You said who? No, I, I didn't say Dre, I like that. Dre said, <laughs> Dre said he liked Brandon Jennings. Yeah, well, I, I mean Teague is on the. They say Teague is on the wire too because he's, same yeah. thing. Teague, Teague's in the he same boat as them. All those guys. Teague, I think uh, maybe Utah. Teague's yeah. gonna end up somewhere where they need it. The Knicks don't have the pieces to get Teague. No, but they all no, but they all the the good thing about that is they're all going at a discounted price because they're all so injured all the time. So no <laughs> team really want to give them a long contract, a big contract to any of them because right now they, they're barely playing. Uh, most of them, most of the time, they're injured. Well, well I would, de- con- I would con- definitely con- give contract for Teague. Teague for a flower. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, nah, why, would do that? why would that's the Hawks do that? Why would the Hawks do that? Just because of the flexibility, nah, they get nah. a two guard. They 
Nah, they, they, they yeah. got to do more better than that. I mean, if I yeah. follow... Derek Williams. <laughs> and just die. Like, every time... I mean, stop it. Stop it. Just stop mentioning If I follow a player even decent, that would be... He's not even playing half decent. Look, I love the follow in Denver, but, man, he's just, uh, you know... Yeah, it's interesting because you know. Blazers fans last year, I was reading on, on Reddit... You know, I'm always on the NBA subreddit, and Blazer fans were like, "Dude, Aflalo stinks now. Seriously, he's not the guy that people. You know, in Orlando, he was like a borderline All Star. I don't know what happened. I, I think he was such a bad, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he had a bad year in Portland, and I was like, "Oh no, Aflalo is gonna be good." And like, he started off okay, but he is a one trick pony. He can't play D. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> play make for anybody. It's like he's either he, he scoring ball, or he's doing no. nothing. Well, I had him for my fantasy team for like a month, and oh, literally man. all his lines are just like he has zero assists, zero steals, yeah. you know, one board, but like two triples. That's his game. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like Hibbert. Sounds like Hibbert. <laughs> right. No, no, Hibbert zeros across the board. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. Dre, your cousin is just No, bombing. I look at his stats. Yeah, like, right. Hibbert's stats piss me off so much. <laughs> Because you like, got to see your name next like, to that, right? Yeah, I'm like, bro, you're tall as shit. How, how can you not have at least five rebounds? Right like, now, I'm good. I got Robin Lopez. He's seven feet tall. You, know? he's you can't have five rebounds. Like, the guy plays like 25 minutes a game. Oh like, come on. Like, <laughs> like, like, well, oh, my God. Oh, yo, I love how the Lakers said they were like shopping him, too. And I'm like, yo, who's buying Shots, that, though? Shopping him? <laughs> like, he's like shopping like. That's not on, that's not on the Amazon Prime discount. It better be. Right? <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. That's bad job right there. That's, that's a bad a, a job right there. Dog. He's a horrible job. But he's off the books though, Laker fans. He's off the books. I can't even next talk year. Laker. I mean, I can't uh, catch me next year, man. Next season, the Laker talk. <laughs> this season, Laker talk is just depressing all the way around. Everything's depressing. At least the Knicks, uh, Knicks are playing way better than the Lakers. Right. Yeah, well, they were. Gonna, they were. They were. Yeah. yeah. They were. They, they were. Been looking all right the last couple games. I mean, watch mean, Mama's back, baby. So mad, yeah, Mama's so back. Mad. Mama's yeah, fucking Mama. back, yo. <laughs> Mama's, Mama's back. That's hilarious. I had to bang it on a few people. They said, told me Mama was done. I go, bro, you were looking at the numbers? I mean, <laughs> farewell tour. He's going out with a bang. Yeah, but the they team was just, like what? The team was like 15 and fucking. Yeah, you better stop no, winning games. They need no, they got stop. three pick. They we need that Ben Simmons stop. shit. We need Ben yeah. Simmons. They, they, uh, uh, and Russell, is barely, he's barely playing. So I mean, yeah, Byron Scott is the tank commander. Yeah. Oh, that's that's next. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah, is Byron's next? So we were talking, right? Byron next on the line to get chopped. No, you Byron know, will make Carl. it through the year. Byron will make uh, it through Carl. the year. Here, let's uh, let's finish up this car. We'll come back with the coaching carousel. Twilight Zone 
fourth quarter layup line my name is out of sight i'm with dre i'm with ant i'm with six we've been talking knicks because the knicks fired Derek fisher today it was a beautiful monday morning <laughs> it's 87 it's 87 degrees and sunny here in los angeles life is good life is good it's a good monday my friend oh, oh buddy well we I'm were nice. talking about coaches getting fired i think byron byron scott will make it through the year just because the lakers 
need to be bad. Like the yeah. Knicks wanted, <laughs> the Knicks wanted to make the playoffs. They don't have a draft pick. The Lakers have to be one of the three worst teams to keep their pick this year. Yeah, we're keeping Byron. We're, we're taking. <laughs> it's in your best interest to hold on to Byron. Like they asked Byron. They asked Byron. The producers over there. You know, they asked Byron about Fisher too. They asked him. They they said, "How do you feel about?" It? I was like, "I'm." I was shocked. He's like, "I hope I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not next." Like, <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't worry. Your ne- your next season's over. You got one job to do, and that's make sure this team keeps its pick. <laughs> no, but even even let's even. Right even over. Ahead, I keep on. going to um the uh, uh Sacramento. I mean, and it, it, it's it sucks because I think George Carl is a good coach. You know. I don't. It's sad that. You don't think he's a good Bang, coach? Oh, you no, bang. Oh, I, I no, I don't. I think, I think they should be way better. System. No, but he's in a horrible Yo, system. All you need to know is that George Carl was coach of the year and then got fired. Yeah, but... <laughs> 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 Sound like that. <laughs> no, he did. he did. You know that year with the Nuggets? They go, George Carl gets the coach of the year. Ain't nobody safe out here, dog. Yeah, it's not. And I, I love how now everybody's asking the coaches who are gonna get fired about coaches who just got fired. That's like the funny. <laughs> That's why that Byron discussion was so funny. You go, what about Derek, man? How do you feel about that? Like, did they did they ask George Carl and Randy Whitman too? <laughs> oh. The writing is on the wall, you guys. Oh, buddy. What do you think about Derek Fisher? You're about to get fired. Like, what are you saying? I'd, I'd be like, yo, what are you trying to say, man? Am I on the block? <laughs> Do you think that possibly this year or maybe this year, like, imagine all of a sudden Kevin McHale gets a job this year. You know, like, imagine a coach getting fired and hired all in the same season. Hired and hired. You know what? It's so crazy. Hired and hired. I don't think it's impossible. It's not impossible. Look, if Josh Smith can get shipped out and then brought back, anything's <laughs> possible. The NBA yeah. is like, yo, McKenna will definitely get another job. This league is horrible, bro. This league is, <laughs> yo, hire somebody and another team's dumb enough to hire him? Six. That's, that's well, classic. I'll tell you one thing. This is how you know the Knicks didn't fuck up. No one's calling Derek Fisher about a job. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, Jack. There is no, there's no, there's no reports being like, well, the Teals are interested in Derek Fisher. West Chester, man. Nobody. West Chester. There's one person calling Derek Fisher right now. Matt Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, yo fam. Yo, hey, yo, fam. Yo, don't let me see you in these. Streets. You're going to have a lot more time on your hands now. Stop. Let me see you in Marina Del Rey. No, but they, no, but they did. Yo, when they, what's crazy is they said that in the news. They were like. After that situation happened, a lot of players started looking at Fisher like, man, that's kind of grimy to start messing with your boy wife. Like a lot of players. Matt Barnes like, did say that. He was like, "There's players on the team who think who, who know I'm right," and I'm just yeah. like, uh, wow. I mean, that's that's crazy, man. I mean, that that didn't help him at all. I think that was a major. Factor. Yeah, you know, I I heard something too about Fisher, and we can move on, but uh, I forget who said it, but maybe. <laughs> It might have been Stephen uh, Stephen A. Smith who said that Fisher was the uh, the president of the players' union, and he yeah. rubbed the, he rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way. Really? Yeah. Hey, he always seemed like he was a good yeah, guy. Yeah, but yo, honestly, you can find a Stephen A. Smith clip from like five years ago where he says, you know, 
Derek Fisher being the president of the Players Union is a well-respected guy. Like, uh, hey, speaking of which, Skip Bayless has a famous tweet now when Kerr and Fisher were both hired that says, Derek Fisher will end up being a way better coach than Steve Kerr. Book it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, right. yeah, you can find that tweet. It's from like you know two, three years ago. I'm Good done. job, Skip Bayless. You know what you're done. talking about. Oh God, that's guys just get paid to say crazy ass shit. I mean, that's oh. basically what it is. I mean, it's oh, I the, it's, it's the, it? I, I, let's leave let's leave them alone. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I was we got a few more minutes before the show wraps up. Did you guys watch the Warriors Thunder game Saturday night? Yeah, it was a great game. Great game. Oh, great I gotta game. say, yo, I I, I like Ooh. you saw Kurt. You guys saw Kerr during the timeout. I love that video clip you saw. Yo, that, that yo, was about amazing. time we had a close game. I'm like, yo, that. <laughs> yeah, mind <laughs> you, they almost lost to the Sixers a week ago. Relax. <laughs> yeah. Relax. No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't Relax. count. No, no, I but know. You, when you You're think right. about it, I mean, Steph hasn't really. He doesn't really play in the fourth quarter anymore. Like, <laughs> like the guy is like <laughs> on the bench most of the. So when he was actually about to play the fourth quarter, everybody was like, "Oh, really? Okay, okay." Yeah. Might, yeah. No, the guy don't play the. The game is over by then. So I mean, Yo, so for him, I mean, it was a pretty good game though. But I mean, the matchup for OKC, they, the matchups were just off. I mean, Popo. Oh, it's an oh. emergency. It's an emergency. Popo. Six cents nah, got cop six. You getting pulled over? It's an Ambo. It's an Ambo. Flashing lights. Ambo flashing lights. <laughs> Six game pulled over on the podcast. It's illegal no. things. Six, <laughs> Six, your boy Michael Rappaport was on the Bill Simmons podcast yesterday. Oh, how was that? I haven't heard Talking it about his loaf. I listened to Bill Simmons. <laughs> Yeah. Talks about Michael Rappaport impersonation. Oh, yeah. Michael, the thing voice. about the Knicks is, <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I'm swinging around my wolf. Yeah. I just guy, like that it. Guy, that guy right there, he he deserves he deserves an academy an Academy Award mention. He's just he's he's not wearing a loincloth. He's just had, he's butt ass naked with a sand. He get an Academy Award. I, I just like when Spike Lee was asked a question. He was like, so what do you think of Michael Rappaport as a filmmaker? He said he's a, he's a bad filmmaker. That's what he is. Spike, they called up a troll, and they just had a, a, a dude that's been trolling Michael Rappaport on Instagram, and they just really? talked on the phone for like, 30 minutes, it's the most hilarious That's thing. That's funny. I got to hear that. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. What episode is that? I got I to gotta check that. Well, it's like two, one or two episodes ago. It's called Telephone a Troll. It's hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, That's that, the, the Danny Aiello one was a good episode. Uh, oh, yeah, God, Rappaport's man. Danny Aiello is like, it's uh, bread fucking, and butter. Look at this. Look at this. He was crying. Aiello was crying. I'm like, yo, like, you got it. You, that's exactly how it sounds. Yeah, oh um, but I, I, I will say uh, about uh, – not about Michael Rappaport, but about that, <laughs> that Thunder Warrior game. I think if I was a Warriors fan, I would absolutely be very worried about playing the Thunder in the playoffs. I, I don't think they'd win. I think – like Six, you said it a few weeks ago. It's like <laughs> they've lost four times all year. you got to be in four times in a series. That's pretty much impossible. But, oh, I forgot to mention the news about the Warriors and shit that I just saw. I what? Azili's about to go uh, 
Yeah, he's, he's done. On his knee? He's done. Yeah, he's done. He's done. So that, I done. mean, that's big, dog. That's big. Well, it's definitely big for their interior defense. Most Spates was hit. Spates Lucky. bangs it. He bangs it all the time. He's yeah, but Azili was such a good, like you say, he, he played good deal. He, he was a good player for them. I yeah, mean, he could score now, a little, too. Like, yeah. Now, uh, Spates could but I don't think But I don't think of him as a major cog. Right. They're probably going to bring up Kevin Looney, too, that rookie from UCLA. They're probably, probably going to move Draymond to center yeah. fucking again and shit. <laughs> like, well, that's true. Well, that's and just ball out, crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It doesn't affect them much, you know. Yeah, for real. You try to you try to find something, and it's always like three other things that just it doesn't even matter. They're just so good. Right, it doesn't doesn't matter. As long as the big three, as long as the big three are good, they're good, man. Stay this straight. Yeah. I mean, it looked like another chip because I mean, Brown. I don't know, man. Love is out, right? Love is out. I don't know. No, I think he's coming back. He should be coming back. Uh, love is all we need. Love he should be coming back. I think yeah, we lost OU, but it was the end anyway. No, I'm back. I'm back. Oh, he's uh, back. He's back. Let Cook crack. Like Cook crack. Yeah, we got two, two and a half minutes. Uh, oh, you want to talk about uh, the the um Super Bowl final thoughts, Cam? Uh, uh, what's the name performance? Because I know we want to get. Oh, halftime. What'd you guys yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Bruno's Bruno's ill, man. Yeah, Bruno's, Bruno's got it. Ill. Bruno's dope. dope. Bruno's Shout dope, out dope. Filipinos. Shout out Filipinos. <laughs> MC Hammer. His crew, though. His crew is crazy, though. I like his crew, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Like, they're tight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dancing, just the, the whole, I mean, yeah. the, the Coldplay, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It was a little too much pre-pro, though. Until I, I think I texted you, right, Dre? Like, a little too much pre-pro for me. Yeah, I no. mean, you know, I know it's Super Bowl. I know it's they, Super Bowl, but those shots, those shots. They that so much, so many times. It's, it's but it comes off so rehearsed, though. It's like <laughs> with the shots, like the director was like, cut, I'm not even cut, cut. Lie, but this, this Beyonce performance, like any other Beyonce performance I've seen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she couldn't top the one she did three, four years ago. Yeah, I mean, one. she just did the Super Bowl, so it's like, you know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. I think they're running out of people to, like... <laughs> running I, out of people. Well, I can't believe Taylor Swift hasn't done it yet, but Bruno... That's what I was saying. That's like a no-brainer, Bruno, right? Bruno and Beyonce are always fierce. I, I couldn't really hear Coldplay's vocals. I couldn't really hear Chris Martin's vocals too well. They were pretty low to me. It was... It was it, Wait, it was, you think there was, was a sound issue for the Super Bowl performance? <laughs> <laughs> I do. You don't think so? <laughs> that's, no, because there's always a sound issue. Oh, that's par for course. That's par for course. They spend five billion dollars on a performance and then fuck up the most important thing, the audio. <laughs> and the fact that he's not singing live, so like, yeah. no, he's definitely not. Yeah. yeah. So you don't think he was singing live? No, I think he was singing to a track. I think he was singing. No, it's too big of a, it's, it's too, too big, big of a, of a stage. It's too big of a risk. What? No, yeah. dude, they were singing live. Yes, they were. No, I, I mean, think he was singing I'll have to go back track. and look. Really? Nah, you know, it's funny. My aunt, my aunt Maria. Shout out to my aunt Maria if you ever listen to this. She asked. She texted me. Did Lady Gaga was Lady Gaga singing the thing live, the uh, national anthem? <laughs> yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think that's so. Somebody, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Damn, man. Uh, Yo, Lady Gaga looked like she ran a nail salon in Long Island with that. <laughs> Yo, what was going on with like, that? Like, like, she was late to the Hunger Games, man. I don't, what does that joke mean? I don't know what that joke means. No, because of her hair in the Hunger Games, all like the, like the no, hair. No, I don't stop, know. I'm just, stop it. Stop it. I don't know that joke. Everyone keeps saying that joke, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Just Google it. Just Google it. 
Oh, you just Google She looks like she runs a Long Island salon with the outfit, with the nails and the, the jacket. Like her name's like Jeannie, you know? It's just like, Jeannie. you gonna come by and get your nails done or what? Yeah, luckily she spit her gum out before she started singing. Yeah, exactly. She uh, dropped she the daddy. It was, like, it doesn't it was, make any sense. It was dope. I mean, oh, it was buddy. definitely... Yo, uh, Chris Martin was definitely singing to a track. Though. Listen to that again. All right, I'll have to go uh, back and listen to that track. again. He was definitely singing to a track. Yeah, I mean, except no, there was two times, and that's when you go, everybody makes noise, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was even track, okay? No, no you, every, 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 all the ad libs, all the ad libs are track too. <laughs> all right, well that wraps this show up. The layup line it flowed. Oh yeah, Cam and uh, Peyton. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nobody no, we're good. we're good on that. We're done. Oh, no. Time is up. We did our thing. The Super Bowl was Nobody cares. Just shout-outs to the Buffalo Wangs. All right. Um, without Von further ado, thank you guys for Von listening. Miller. Yeah, Von Miller, Giants, please throw money at him. Yeah, <laughs> throw money at him. Please. Throw money please. at him. Throw money at Von Miller. Anything he wants. Uh, but thank you guys as always. It was fun. Now I will edit this and get this out. So no. signing off, we have Dre Bomb. Yeah. And Brent. Bang bang. Six cents. The ghost of Jr. Six cents going mobile. <laughs> uh, and my name is Out of Sight. And thanks a million for listening. This is the layup line. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.